he calls you a living sacrifice. Not a dead sacrifice, but a living sacrifice. Those are interesting words. Living sacrifice. Nobody ever knew what a living sacrifice was throughout the Old Testament. Every sacrifice that was offered to God in the Old Testament was a sacrifice that ended in death. The animal was taken and the hands of the priest were laid upon its head, symbolizing the sins of the people that were transferred through that priest's hands symbolically onto the head of that innocent victim. And as the hands were laid on the head of that animal, the knife was taken and the throat was slit and the blood was poured out and the innocent victim died in the place of the guilty people, all prefiguring the coming of the Lamb of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, who shed his blood on the cross for our sins as our substitute. That's what happened to an offering in the Old Testament. And it was consumed. It was eaten and burned or whatever the final outcome might be for that offering. But the offering meant death. The offering meant the end of something. The offering meant the putting away of something. It was negative. But now, there's a new element that we're to think about in connection with sacrifice. This element has to do with something positive. It's a living sacrifice. A sacrifice, yes, that means death to the old ways, but also means resurrection and newness of life to the new ways. Notice what he says. Present yourselves to God as persons who have been resurrected from the dead and are living, and your members to God as instruments of righteousness. He wants us to see ourselves not just as a sacrifice dead to something, but a sacrifice that positively is living for God, living every moment, every day, every hour in his presence and in his service, seeking to serve him with hands and foot and eye and tongue and ear with our whole being, our whole body dedicated to him. So, we have a brand new concept here, the idea of a living sacrifice. But it is a sacrifice, a sacrifice. What does it mean to be a sacrifice? Well, I suppose everybody has heard that little story about the chicken and the pig but it really fits here. They were discussing what they would eat for breakfast, and the chicken suggested ham and eggs. But the pig responded, for you, that's a gift. For me, that's total commitment. <laughs> and that is the idea in this passage. Sacrifice means total commitment. Total commitment. You see, we might put it in other words that Jesus used. When he said, take up your cross daily 
Deny yourself and follow me. He was saying exactly the same thing that Paul's saying here with a whole different figure of speech, but it's exactly the same thing. Now, a lot of people, when they hear those words, take up your cross, think about uh, a heavy burden that I must bear, taking up my cross, so I've got to carry some heavy load. That isn't the idea in it. Get rid of all those images of heavy burdens or loads. Sometimes people extend that a bit and they think, well, my cross is my boss, or my cross is my wife, or my husband, or my children, or my parents, or my situation in life, some difficult circumstance with which I have to put up. And they think of taking up your cross as putting up with some kind of a, a difficulty in life. That's not what it's talking about either. There wasn't a person anywhere in that day and age who didn't understand what Jesus meant when he said, take up your cross. They understood what that meant. That meant you are a criminal condemned to death who is to go to the cross and die on that cross. Take it up and go out and die. That's what it meant. We need to get rid of all of these other notions of what taking up the cross means and understand what it meant to somebody in that day. Only a criminal was, was to die on a cross, the worst kind of criminal. And when he took up his cross, it was to take it out so that he would be nailed to it and crucified on it. So what God is saying here to us, what Jesus is saying when he says, take up your cross daily and deny yourself and follow me, He's saying, daily you must sacrifice, you must put to death all of your desires, all of your sinful ways. You must kill, mortify, put out of business all of the sinful ways that you have been going. Every day you must do that. Take up your cross daily. And then positively, here comes the living sacrifice. You must say no to self, deny self. Deny self is not to deny yourself something like giving up chewing gum for Lent or something like that. But denying self means literally saying no to yourself. Whatever yourself asserts itself, whenever your body says, that's what I want, and you know that's not what Jesus Christ wants. Whenever your body habitually wants to move in a certain direction, stop it. Say no to it. No, body, you're not going to do that. No, body, you're not going to live that way. No. Say no to self. That's what it literally says in the original. And follow me. Say yes to Jesus Christ. Go his way. Be a living sacrifice. Follow him. Start living the way he lived. Start pursuing the patterns of life that you see in him. Now, that's what this means when we talk about a sacrifice that is living or alive. A sacrifice of all those things which are wrong in our lives so that we can now begin to live in the way that God wants us to live. You know, this idea of commitment, total commitment was what I said earlier. 
We all talk about commitment all the time, but I've never heard anybody in a sermon anywhere ever define commitment. We all seem to use the word, but we don't know what we're talking about, perhaps, or we may have different ideas in mind when we talk about it. And so let's try to define commitment as to what it means. When you commit yourself to something, it involves at least these elements. It involves understanding. You can't really commit yourself to something unless you know what it is you're committing yourself to do. It's a very half-hearted commitment if you just say, oh yeah, I'll do it and don't even know what's involved. So understanding is the first element in commitment. The second element in commitment is desire. It's one thing to understand what God wants you to do with your life, but if you don't want it, it's not going to come off. If you don't have a desire to please him, then I don't care how much you know, it's not going to take place. Commitment involves a desire to see something happen. But I don't care how much you know of what God wants you to do and how much you desire to have that in your life. If there is no skill or ability to bring it off, no capability on your part, you can desire all you want and know all you want what God wants, but if you don't learn and develop the ways and means of actually achieving what God wants you to achieve, it's still not going to come off, or at least it's going to come off in a very inadequate way. And then... Commitment also involves time. I don't care how much you know of what God wants you to do, how much you desire to have it in your life. I don't care how many skills and abilities that you are capable of exercising. If you don't say, I will give the time to it and actually schedule it into your life and then follow your schedule, it's not going to happen. All the great desires in the world, all the knowledge on your part, all the ability to bring it off won't mean anything unless you really program it into your daily living. And I don't care if you know, if you desire, if you have the capability and you schedule the time, if you don't put out the effort, it's not going to happen. You've got to expend some effort to bring something off for Jesus Christ. Commitment, then, is a big word. It involves knowledge of what you're getting involved in, desire to see it happen, ability or skill, whatever it takes to bring it across, develop that to acquire those skills, time scheduled and effort expended. Now, that's what commitment means. And that's what a living sacrifice is. And if you want to be that kind of a living sacrifice, if you want to give your body to Jesus Christ to be used in his service fully and as completely as possible, if you want to have a commitment that is as total as it can be each day and each hour of your life, then you've got to know what commitment means. It means an awful lot. That's why he uses words like sacrifice. 
That's why he uses words like take up your cross, deny yourself, say no to yourself, and follow me, say yes to my way. 